There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lunch with Leah, season two, episode 17. <laughs> We're so delusional. It's like a major production here at CBS Studios in Los Angeles. Coming to live. Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about. You know what? I always try to watch the clock and stay 30 minutes. I'm just going to keep rambling. If you tune out, you tune out. But you guys should email us or text us or message us and let us know if you think we're going too long or not long enough or if I should just talk all day. <laughs> well, I'm going to say hi from Little Black. Now, Fran, my friend, had a good idea that we should have a white, little white thing so he shows up here. And I just keep forgetting to bring a little white scarf. But say hi, everybody. Hi. hi. So here we go. Well, I don't know if you're watching the news this morning. If you're not, you need to tune in to CNN and MSNBC. But uh, Jeff Flake just took Donald Trump and the Republican Congress to the woodshed. I think he made some very poignant, uh, true statements. And, you know, the thing about him, people can complain, but he votes with the Republicans. So it's not that he's critical of their policies. He's critical of their behavior. Uh, and their lack of accountability. So I thought it was a brilliant speech. I think everyone should watch it and learn from it. But anyway, that was that. And uh, today is day 16 or 17 of me having the flu. Uh, actually, I feel like I might have turned the corner today. Yesterday, I think I slept a total of 18 hours. People said the flu is really nasty and it can turn bad. So if you're not feeling well, you probably should go to the doctor. I did take one round of antibiotics, one round of Tamiflu, and then I went to all the other stuff. So anyway, just letting you know, take it seriously. James just told me a couple of young people had died from it. I think when you start getting the sore throat, you really need to worry because that can go into strep throat pretty easily. Or if you have lung problems... I don't know. I'm going to go get the pneumonia shot and the flu shot after this round of it, and I'm not going to do that anymore. I was reading about the flu shot. I don't get the flu shot. And it says that and the reason you get the flu shot isn't necessarily for that season because the strains are different. But every year that you get it, you're building immunity to some system, some flu strain. So you should, it's accumulative, so yeah. you should get it. Now, Roy gets it every year. Roy Jr. gets it every year, and they never get the flu. I don't get it, and I get some kind of an allergy slash flu thing, so I'm going to start getting it. So I think, ugh, I hate it, but, you know, got to do it. Uh, so it was Martin Luther King Day yesterday. Oh, I love watching that and listening to all of his quotes and the ceremony, and oh, my God, it was so ahead of his time, such a brilliant man. I have some of his quotes I'm going to share with you at the end of the show. They're some of my favorite ones. You know I love these quotes. Then the uh, football game seemed to be a really big deal lately. <laughs> so I don't really normally watch the football games. I used to. We used to have season tickets to the Dolphins, and Roy dragged me every Sunday for I can't tell you how many years. We had the best seats in the stadium. 
And when the, when the contract was up and you had to renew it, and <clears throat> it wasn't cheap, it was several thousand dollars a year, I was like, you know, if you want to renew it and find some guys that want to go with you or even some pretty girls that want to go with you, you renew it. But I put my time in. I paid my dues. I'm no longer newlywed. <laughs> my time is up, and I don't want to go anymore. And if you want to watch it, watch it on TV. But anyway, I got sucked in because it was on Twitter when I was in bed sick with the flu. And everyone was tweeting about the Alabama. And, oh, it was such a big mistake, and how could you do that? And then two seconds later, they're tweeting like, oh, we won, it worked. So apparently, I found out later, they put in a rookie quarterback in the end, and, and he won the game. Uh, so good for him. They did. Good yeah, for him. And then the Vikings were playing, and amazing. they were screaming about that on Twitter. And I didn't, I didn't watch that either. But then it turns out I felt so bad. This rookie guy missed a tackle, and the Vikings scored in overtime, and it cost him the game. And the guys, they said the poor guy that missed a tackle fell to his knees and was literally crying and was crying in the locker room. And, oh, it just broke my heart. I hate it when the game is on one person like that. You know, I just would rather it be a team screw-up. Oh, that just that killed me. I'm against <laughs> football. I'm totally against it. It's, it's, go see that movie about the concussion with Mel Smith. Do your research, read it. I would never let my kid play it. I think it, it screws up their head, and O.J. Simpson's blaming that on why he was so erratic, even though he never admitted what he did. But now people, more and more people are coming out that they're having, you know, brain problems and mental problems and dementia problems and erratic behavior problems because of the damage that they've got from football. So I, I wouldn't let my kid, thank God my kid, honestly, he doesn't like sports that much. He did do crew for two years and he didn't even love it, but it was going to be on his college resume. It won't get him into, it won't get him into Harvard, but it'll be impressive along with the uh, piano lessons I make him take. Um, anyway, so I, I laid in bed and caught up on some shows. I watched the rest of The Center. Did you guys watch The Center? I don't know what it was on. And it was one of the one of the networks with uh, Jessica Biel. It was like six part. It was like a six part series. It was pretty good. I caught up on that. And, you know, I saw The Crown is back on again. Oh, my God. If you didn't see The Crown, you got to watch it. I may watch it again. That was my That's favorite. Great. I mean, it's just my favorite. And now, now... The Queen Elizabeth, the Queen, oh, that, that beautiful thing on her head. I'd wear it every day, the crown. She, is, she did an interview yeah. for one of the British uh, stations, and she's talking about the crown jewels and how they hid them during the war with the Nazis and how they saved them and the art. And Oh, my God, I mean, I'm just so intrigued by it all. And uh, I've mentioned that Markle is cleaning up her princess act. She's going to start looking like a little princess. I'm happy to hear that. Um, I don't know if I guys told you guys. I think I might have. But with this little cold flu thing I have going, I can't think straight. That's my latest excuse for being a dumb blonde. Uh, speaking of which, did you see that one testify yesterday? Oh, my God. She gives blondes a bad name. That, that Homeland Security girl. What's her name? Kristen something. Yeah. Oh, my God. She doesn't know if Norway's mostly white. Oh, please. I can't with these people. Cory Booker got her. Cory got her good. Cory Booker. If you haven't seen the clip of Cory Booker, go to YouTube and watch Cory Booker at the Senate meetings yesterday. Oh, my God. It was just so good. But anyway, uh, so I did an interview with Candace Barr, who's on the UBS station, uh, radio station. I don't know how you pull it up. I guess you go to USB slash Candace Barr, B-A-R, and pull up the interview. It was really fun. I did that in Los Angeles. So that was that. So now let's get to the other stuff. The news! 
Well, did anybody notice that there was almost a nuclear alert? I mean, Trump didn't notice. He didn't. He just finished his golf game. But I don't want to disturb it. I mean, I think it was at the ninth hole. He could have at least waited to the seventeenth hole. But anyway, he wasn't at the shit hole. Yeah, the shit hole. There was. That's a good idea. That's what they should be calling the golf holes and shit holes. Uh, there was quite confusion. No alarm sounded or blared directions. Where do we go now? How long do we have? How long would it take for a missile to arrive from North Korea? The U.S. is surely going to shoot it down, right? This is what people were putting on Twitter when they got an emergency alert. It came across their phone looking like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it said, now, now imagine you're just going through life and you get this emergency alert. Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. I mean, people were looking for their kids and trying to figure out the best place to hide. So there is um, a link that you can go to that says your, what you should do during in the event of something like that happening. Now, for me, what's interesting is the first conversation we've had of this in multi-years is since Trump's been ratcheting up the rhetoric with Little Rocket Man. We just need to calm it down. And, you know, then they criticize. well, people were criticizing Trump. He never even tweeted and said it's a false alarm or, you know, listen, I'm with you, you're going to be okay. He didn't do any of that. He just let it go. I'm thinking they didn't tell him till it was over because they were afraid he would overreact. I don't know. But anyway, he didn't leave the golf course. I can just tell you that. <laughs> he didn't interrupt that golf game. <clears throat> it's a complicated thing. A but yeah, process. but he had, he has a, uh, he had, um, one, he played his entire golf game. He's 100 days of golf yeah. since he's been in office, 300 and something days. So remember all that bitching about, uh, oh, if I was president, yes. I would never see Turnberry. Yes. I would never see Bethminster. I would never see the golf course. I would just want to work, work, work for the American people. Now they've got a big semi-truck following him around the golf cart to try to hide him from the press so he can pretend he doesn't play golf. Oh, <laughs> my God, it's just hilarious. <laughs> Now, this is uh, also always interested me. That Malaysian airline flight 370 that just went missing. Remember? Yes, it was I saw at 777. Had hundreds of people on board and it just disappeared off the radar. Roy's theory has always been that the pilot intentionally crashed the plane. It was some kind of a nut job or, you know, whatever. Um, uh, it was a political statement, whatever. They've never found it. Well, they, they're taking up the hunt again. A Houston based exploration. Uh, survey company called Ocean Infinity is going to deploy a fleet of unmanned submer submersibles to scour the area yeah. and look for the missing Boeing 777. They're like a drone underwater. Yeah, so I mean, listen, it's somewhere in the Indian Ocean, they think, and the Malaysian government's behind supporting them to do it, and uh, they were offering a bounty for the plane. Yeah, but they uh, have to find it in three months or they're not, they don't get paid. Oh, is that it? It's like 10 or $20 million. Well, the black yeah, box is already, uh, you know, no good anymore. I think they should extend those black boxes so that they last for weeks or months and yeah. not just a few days. But in any event. You'd think the technology is there now. Yeah. But right. speaking of, so there was pandemonium in the Florida, in Florida, as a casino boat carrying 50 people burst into flames. It was off the Tampa Shore. So you're on a casino boat. Uh, you're on a boat to go out to gamble on a, a ship. So you're, you know, gambling waters. And there are 50 people on the boat. <clears throat> the boat catches on fire. The captain turns the boat around and gets it as close to the shore as he can so people can jump out and swim in the cold water. And it is cold water. <clears throat> One person actually died. But 
I mean, how scary is that? Well, I mean, I just can't even believe it. It happened at, uh, at 4.17 Eastern Time. Apparently, it was an, it was an engine, uh, engine issue. 60-foot shuttle boat on its way to the cruise casino boat, 30 miles north of Tampa. And after the smoke, he started turning around, and people jumped out and started swimming to shore. Oh, my God. It was the coldest night in, oh, like, three or four years, too. But they said that he... By going turning and going closer to the shore, yeah. that it saved a lot of people's lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then one person died, but yeah. how horrible is that? Yeah. You got a lot that? of comments coming in. Oh, People's, what are the yeah. comments? So you've got Nancy E. Carver says, "Hey, beautiful." Crystal says, "You look beautiful." Um, they're all talking about how cutely uh, little black looks. Of course, he um, is. Uh, Matthew McCauley says, "Sleep looks good on you." <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Maybe I should sleep more often. I do get plenty of sleep. Believe me, I'm not one of those people that sacrifice my sleep for much. <laughs> Lots of comments on your hair and how nice it looks. It's awfully light blonde. They love your red outfit today. Oh, my red McQueen scarf. Yes, with my Jason scarf holder. Nancy Carver says the princess still needs a bigger diamond. She does. I'll <laughs> make the nice little locket. She can wear it right here. This is my original wedding ring right here. I, you, you get to step it up. And Fran Smith says the White House should have responded immediately and never did, and General Kelly should have done it. So um, I don't know. General Kelly, I'm not so sure about him anymore since either. he got up and apologized for when Trump berated that uh, black um, House of Republican woman. What yeah. was her name? That was just so embarrassing. Just cringe, cringe, cringe. Anyway, one of the biggest diamonds in history has been discovered in the Mountain Kingdom of... Less though low in South Africa. So Vince Jason is from South Africa. He has a new assignment. We're going to go get that diamond. Smuggle it out of there. Put it in your baseball cap. It'll be discovered in my house. I don't know how you're going to get it out of there, but you better get creative because if the queen can hide her diamonds during the Nazi war, you can get that diamond over here and hide it through customs. Nine hundred. 10 carats, oh. the size of two golf balls. Oh my God. And it's at the Lest Sing Mine, a decolored type 2A diamond, which means it has very few or no nitrogen atoms, which means it's pretty clear. Yeah. There aren't a lot of internal flaws in it. The fifth biggest diamond ever. Where are the other five? <laughs> well, you mean and, they're not in your closet? <laughs> yeah, and uh, that mine is famous for the size and quality of diamonds. It has the highest average selling price in the world. A 357 carat diamond sold for 19.3 million. Let me tell you something. 350 carat stone should have sold for a lot more than that. It was in 2015, but perhaps it wasn't uncut. Yeah. And you never know when you cut what you're going to get out of a diamond. Now, I am not for these black diamond, uh, you know, diamonds. the black diamond market. I am not for people sacrificing their lives, but I am for a free market enterprise, and I am for wearing the blade. Uh, so anyway, would I compromise my standards for that ring? About it. <laughs> okay. Oh, now listen to this. Teachers and students in Puerto Rico jump for joy oh, when the school finally gets a 
electricity great. back. Yeah, so oh my this God. morning. You've got to go on uh, ABC and look up, go, go on YouTube yeah. and look it up. It was so cute. All these kids were jumping and they were ringing sure. bells and the teachers were applauding and everyone was screaming. They got their electricity back after 112 days since Hurricane Maria stuck, struck. We have work. Yeah. Back. You can't see them behind the fabulous Rita portrait of Leah Black, the fabulous <laughs> me. Uh, but we have back over there another batch of uh, tents. Every week we send tents to Puerto Rico. I mean, for $20, you can send a tent for a volunteer, for $40, for two people. For $100, you can get six to eight people. And for $150, you can get one with a porch on it. So we're still sending tents down there. And I saw in the news the other day, uh, some volunteers went to an area where people are still living in tents. And I, I thought, oh, I wonder if that's one of the tents we sent down there. Oh. So when go to our website or go to our email at, at Leah Black, uh, hello at leahblack.com, and we'll give you the information. But if you send the tent here, and shipping is free to get it here, we put your name on it, that it was donated by you, and we ship it to Puerto Rico, and we got the shipping covered through Gulf Global Empowerment. He was sent $40 million worth of goods to Puerto Rico since uh, in the last period of time. In fact, when Haiti had that earthquake, they sent tons and tons and tons. So Michael Capone does that. He's been doing it for years and years and years. And they can call us through the <laughs> phone, which is linked to your profile on Instagram ah, and Facebook. You call the office, 305-443-8980. Yep. Remember when Donald Trump gave out Lindsey Graham's <laughs> cell number? Well, I'm giving out mine. How long is it going to be before it's been ringing <laughs> out? 305-443-8980. If you have any questions about anything, this would be your go-to number. I love Colin Pe Kaepernick, the guy that started the Take a Knee. Says he tweeted, tomorrow I'll be announcing the final $100,000 to complete my million dollar pledge. I'm excited to share this last round of donations with all of you. You can see all 31 donations I've made so far on Kaepernick7.com. So he's staying true to his million dollar pledge. So the guy took a knee in a stand of, of civil rights and people's rights and black people's rights and the abuse of the, the system. And he was criticized for it, lost his job over it, and he donated a million dollars to causes that support uh, underprivileged and kids in need and all sorts of things. Anyway, I love you, Colin Kaepernick. You're just amazing. So cute with that little afro hair. <laughs> I like him. And, but I'm glad he's not my football. I'll see on. Say thank you later. Yeah, they're saying Colin is a great person, Nancy says. They should call him back. He should get a job back. He was with San Francisco, as liberal as California as I cannot believe that they didn't, uh, they let him go and didn't yeah. bring him back. That's just terrible. Thank you, Trump, for affecting the economy in the football arena. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, then... There were scarves hung all over town in, the, in a really cold town. I don't forget the name of the town. And what happened is people were like, what are all these scarves hanging on the trees and in the bushes and everywhere? Some kids from an elementary school took, everyone took a scarf to school, a warm winter scarf, and tied it outside on a tree or a bush or something, and they put a note on it. Some of them put notes and said, if you found this scarf, it's not lost, it's for you to help keep you warm. Hoping that people that were cold and freezing Aww. and didn't have, you know, warm clothes would, would like homeless people and people mm -hmm. on the streets would find these scarves and help keep them warm. I thought that was a great random uh, random great. act of kindness, and that's what elementary kids should be learning to do. It's not all about greed and money grubbing. Uh, we got Emily says hi from the UK. Emily from Lee Black UK. 
Facebook.com. Oh, hi. And Ryan Holt wants to know, Leah, are you going to watch the assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story tonight? I am going to TiVo it. I don't know if I'll watch it. I've heard from people that that are unhappy about it and the family's not happy about it. But I've also heard other people that it's somewhat accurate. And I'm going to watch it. I used to go to that uh, mansion. I used to have a membership there. After he died, they had a membership thing. And he had parties there, and we used to go. And I met a lot of interesting people that I'm still friends with the today. The first episode's there. great. Oh, the first episode's great. So, let's see. Oh, listen to this. Rob News has a message for Bella Thorne. She was upset that the freeway closures from the deadly mudslides in Montecito prevented her from seeing her boyfriend's concert. <laughs> so he tweeted out, Bella, I'm sorry if you were so inconvenienced. We will try to move out our dead much oh quicker. Because <laughs> oh. oh all these people God. are dying in the streets oh. and in the mud. The houses are in the road. Oh and she's all mad because she can't get to the boyfriend's concert. Because oh. 101 was closed down. <laughs> and other celebrity oh. gossip. Let's see. Michelle Williams responded to the combined $2 million donation from All in the Money World co-star Mark, Mark Wahlberg and the William Moore Agency for the Endeavor to Times Up Legal Defense Fund. So when, when Mark Wahlberg started getting uh, criticism for being paid $1.5 million when Michelle got $1,000 for reshooting All, uh, what's it called? All, in the, All, All the Money in the, in the World, world because they got rid of Kevin Spacey because of the sexual harassment claims and put in Christopher Plummer, Plummer who I think was a much better choice anyway. Uh, <clears throat> she didn't say anything. She didn't complain. Other people yeah, complained. She was, she was very classy about it. And so Mark Wahlberg donated his $1.5 to the cause, Time's Up Legal Defense Fund, which is to help women that have these problems and can't afford lawyers. And then uh, the... Production company or the agency William Warren Morris agency who represents both of them I think who negotiated his contract so he would get it and didn't fail to do that with hers they donated five hundred thousand so that's two million dollars and she responded with a very gracious I'm just so flattered and so honored and thank you and it's great for the cause and she stood behind them never criticized them she's just one classy girl mm -hmm. just very one good. classy good elegant girl uh, speaking of Crystal. not so classy Crystal. <clears throat> I'm going to slaughter her name. Yeah. Crystal says, Bella embodies everything that's wrong with um, Hollywood. They just don't think before they speak. And, yeah. And uh, it's so sad for the families that never got uh, answers about their family members on that Oh, flight. I know. They're, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Nancy still... Carver says it was in her contract. Oh, was it? Oh, well, anyway. So, speaking of not as classy as Michelle, Tanya Harding, her publicist <laughs> has resigned saying that... Um, goodbye, Tanya, because she requested that oh, yeah. every reporter that asked her about her past be fined $25,000. <laughs> well, the whole point of you being relevant in the movie is about your past. What is wrong with people? I can't take it anymore. I feel sorry for her, but you really so just funny. so stupid. stupid. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, my God. So then, this was interesting. You know, uh, what's her name? Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter, picked up, she tweets out, I picked, so last night I picked a cup, picked up a couple of hitchhikers. Who picks up hitchhikers in L.A.? Oh, 
Jackson, you don't have a security. I mean, all that you're a Jackson and you don't even have security. I mean, I mean, I don't get it. Anyway, and one girl was pretty fucked up. I mean, I remember taking out a pair of my own socks and putting them on her and stopping her at a fast food place to get them dinner. So that's lovely. I mean, she picked up these hitchhikers. She tried to make them warm. She buys them dinner at fast food. Well, they robbed her and stole her debit card. Oh. Yeah. And then she goes on to say, this bitch fucking stole my debit card. Dude, I gave you guys a ride across L.A. and I did my very, very best to be the best Uber driver ever. And you stole my debit card. Oh, Charlie Chris. Hey, Charlie, what are you running for? Oh, yes, I'll send you money. <laughs> he's in the House of Representatives and I'm sure he's got a fundraiser coming. My phone always lights up. I love Charlie, by the way. Now, in the low-hanging fruit gossip. Oh, Lord. I watched uh, Beverly Hills last night. Oh, my God. When Lisa Renna picked up that white, <coughs> wet one and started cleaning everything. <laughs> That's me. I do that I do in every hotel. I do the phone. I do the TV. I do all the doors. And even the toilet seat I do. I rinse the tub out before I use it. When someone valets my car, I immediately get and pull up my wet one and go yep. around the windshield, do the handles. I am so crazy like that. And when she did that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not the only one. <laughs> so thank you for making that abnormal normal. <laughs> and then leave it up to Lisa Renna, spilling the tea about an alleged lawsuit and assault charges on a pet charity Force from God. a pet charity uh, boy about Ken. Now, I love Ken, so don't pick on Ken. Ken loves baby, and Ken's always been good to me, and Lisa Vanderpump's always been good to me. But it was in the paper. I mean, it was in the paper that he got in some spat, and there's some lawsuit, but leave it to Lisa Renna to bring it up, and then I hear her say, well, I am going to talk about that. <laughs> Those lips are made for talking, girl. You just keep on talking. Uh, She's like Forrest Gump. And then Dorette and Teddy are battling it out over Dorette being late for cocktails. Well, I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> I am Team Teddy on this one. She was... 54 minutes late because they were supposed to be there at 4. At 4.30 she's not there. At 4.36 I think it is she texts and she's still 15 to 20 minutes away in traffic which makes it 5 so that's an hour late. I'm with you. I'm not waiting on anybody for an hour. I won't wait on a restaurant for an hour. I won't wait on if my kid's late an hour. You'll have to hitchhike it out because I'm not waiting an hour on somebody. And then, and then she tried to like change the time and tell everybody else that it was 4.30 yeah, to 5.30. Yeah, she the time to 4.30. I, I, I'm surprised she didn't go back and find a text somewhere that said she, 4. She went back and was showing the text, but she didn't show the yeah, first one. I would show the 4 o'clock one, you know. But yeah, it's, it's really petty and it's not worth bickering over, but it's a mess of respect for other people's time and I remember when we were filming here we went to a photo shoot one day and they said you know we have to have we have to have you out in the yard it was on the Miami Beach by a certain time because of the sun these girls came in late with their hair soaking wet with the extensions down to here right and then <coughs> of course we had to wait on them for four and five hours to get their hair and makeup done <laughs> When I went in, 90% camera ready with the idea they would touch up my hair and makeup, which I don't even think they ever got to. I mean, it is just <laughs> disrespectful and rude, and it's very self-absorbed and self-centered, and I get it. But you know what? <clears throat> if you don't know how to send a text while you're on the phone, carry two phones. I carried two phones for a year. So I, carry, I just found out the other day I've been paying for my BlackBerry for the last five years, and I haven't used it. 
See, I, I was watching season one or was. season two the other day, and you still have that gold Blackberry. I love that was Blackberry. the most awesome thing ever. Where's my book? My book, right? <laughs> Where's I wrote that damn thing on the Blackberry. But, well, I just found out the other day from one are you still using your Blackberry? We're still paying for it. I'm like, and you didn't know for five years I'm not using it? So I wonder how much that bill was. That's a lot. I can you, well, I could have given it, I could have bought more tents. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord! And then, in uh, <coughs> sad news, Bobby Zarin passed away. Um, you guys remember him for as Jill Zarin's husband on the Housewives of uh, New York. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And I feel bad, and God bless him. And he was really a class act. He was a very classy he guy. Was, he and he was always dressed per- perfect and always elegant and classy. But, you know, then there's been a lot of talk on uh, social media about Bethany going all wired up with cameras following her to the funeral. Yeah. I will leave that to no comment. A real housewife, it doesn't matter what they said and how it comes out, Jason. They uh, filmed a funeral. Uh, I agree. And that's everyone's free choice to do what they want. Uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Nene shades Kim and Sheree. Well, she shades everybody. What's new about that? <laughs> but <clears throat> Kim said that Candy and Todd are swingers and that Candy offered to lick her box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kim, <clears throat> even if it's true, do you have to tell everything? That's too much information. You're kidding me. I just can't believe it. <clears throat> now well, It spilled over onto Twitter. Candy is denying it, and I've got the tweets here I'm going to show you in a minute. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And then, you know, who do, who do you believe, Candy or Kim? I'm just curious. I mean, I don't believe. I'm, I'm a non-believer. I think I'm more Candy side on this one. Oh, what's that? Yeah. Kim's been really confrontational she like has been. this season. Like she goes in like wanting to fight. But re- you know, she got into it with Kenya. She seems like her only big friend is Sheree. She was totally uncooperative with that woman, the psychic woman. Yeah. On the other hand, I mean, remember uh, last year when uh, Phaedra accused her of dragging the other one, and she yeah. said, "No, you know, I like to have my fun, but I wouldn't go that far." She kind of left the door open that maybe she, and she does have that candy-coated sex line. Well, she's been upfront so, about, like, that they have, you know. know. I don't like, care. That she's a big Kim did have that rendezvous with, the, with another <laughs> woman, if you remember. So, who knows if 
your drinking what went on? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I don't think she really needed to say it on national TV. Apparently, The Real Housewives of Auckland was canceled after one season. Did anybody watch it? I didn't even know it was on. You watched it? Yeah. You know what? Part of the problem with some of these shows is, I hate to say it, but I don't think they always get enough promotion. I didn't even, even know it was on. But well, that was one of the ones Bravo actually <laughs> showed in the U.S. And so they got... Oh, here's got the tweet out. right here. So Candy tweets out, I'm sick of these bitches lying on me at Kim Zolciak. I've never wanted you or your box. And stop swearing on your kids while you're telling lies. You lying ass B-I-T-C-H. Somebody's really reaching for a permanent peach here. This is my house. You're just a visitor. And then there was a tweet that followed that that Kim wrote yes, that says, if anybody is lying, it's you at Candy. You and your husband are full-on swingers, effing all kinds of girls, and you can never admit it. And E-I-T-C-H, if it weren't for me, there would be no house. Remember, I built this house. Oh, now they're fighting over who made the Real Housewives yeah. of Atlanta. A solid show. Oh my God, I don't even have an opinion Nene on that. Nene said that two weeks ago, that it was her. When her well, and, Nene thinks it was her. And Portia Candy got into it. Her, and Kim thinks it was her. And I don't know. Oh Lord. <laughs> they all are the star. You know what? They all want to be the star. The funny thing about an ensemble cast, you're only as good as the <laughs> weakest person on there. and It's an ensemble cast. I mean, like, there is a star. By the way, if you're a housewife, you're not a star. You're a personality. That's different. <laughs> Star Elton John. Star Gaga. Personality reality TV. Low hanging fruit. Get with the program, girls. Did you not get the memo? Have I not taught you anything? Oh, and then I was just going to mention on the Beverly Hills, I forgot to mention those Hermes dishes. Oh, yeah. oh my God! $17,000 for the Hermes dishes from Duret. I used to call her Dimwit, but now I'm, I'm, I'm liking Dimwit because I, I think she's good for the show. Yeah. Even though a lot of she's very controversial and very polarizing, a lot of people don't like her at all. I think she's really good for the show. I love all those hairdos and all the clothes. Her husband's hilarious. I think he's hilarious on there. <laughs> and I mean, I kind of like her on this show. She's got smock. Apparently, um, Teresa visited Joe after several months in Almost prison, two months. and he, she was going to confront him with how much she resented him uh, putting her in this situation and her not being with her mom but when before mom died for those 11 months but then when she got there she melted when when he apologized and they're back together and everything is good uh but i will say she was talking to somebody i can't remember who it was it it might have been ziggy and she's talking about missing her mom and that she hated the 11 months she wasn't with her and i think it was ziggy that pointed out, but you know what? Your mom had those 11 months with um, your girls that she wouldn't have had as much if you were there. So that was the bright yep. side to it. So I thought that was a nice context to put it in. Anyway, that's that. Uh, speaking of... Uh, well, the reunion's tonight. For, oh, it uh, is? On New Jersey. The New Jersey reunion is tonight? Yeah, it's part... Is it All part right, Little Black, if you act up, you're going down. Oh my God! The gold was it? The Golden Globes. Okay, I don't know who this little girl is. She's a cute little actress. I'm sure she's super talented, but she wears this. 
As some big famous designer, I don't know who the designer is. The deconstruction of Queen, yeah. LaQueen. I met Alexander McQueen, and you know, I love his scarves. This is just ridiculous. It looks like toilet tissue. It looks like somebody did, you know when you threw toilet tissue at the house? Yeah, it gets wet. Look, somebody just threw toilet tissue. It's just ridiculous. It's terrible. It looks like the morning after Halloween, someone rolls your house. Jason's going to take the baby and baby. Jason's job is to babysit. He doesn't do anything but babysit. I do all the work around here. And then I looked at these other dresses from, I guess it's the Golden Gloves. Okay, let's go to this one. I don't know who any of these starlets are. This is ridiculous. It looks like her dress is falling off and her robe is underneath it. Totally ridiculous. This one is very nice and safe. Very cute, age appropriate. Nice and safe. And, uh, you know, elegant. But I think it's very matronly for this young girl. I think this is something an older person would wear Mm -hmm. to cover up a little bit more. But those are just my thoughts. And the hair, do you notice everybody's got the hair back and kind of slicked down? And the jewelry was a little more predominant this year. People were actually wearing jewelry again, finally. Quit pretending you're poor. By the way, <laughs> you're, you're, you're borrowing the jewelry anyway. You're not, it's not really most of you don't own it, like me. <laughs> you can borrow from me if you hire security. Speaking of, the queen's crowns, the most valuable and special to the monarchy, this is where they hid them during uh, World War II. You're not going to believe it. They put them in um, a biscuit storage, like behind some bricks where they stored biscuits and flour and stuff. And that's where young Elizabeth stayed during the war. So that's how they hid the, the crowns. And look at this. Mm. Oh, my God. Look at this palace. Just keeping the landscaping alone. I mean, I can't even keep the hedges trimmed at my house. <laughs> A King George VI, Elizabeth's father, ordered a hole to be dug in the earth at the castle. Inside the hole, two chambers were built with steel doors, and the biscuit tin containing the crown jewels was stored there. How much are the crown jewels worth? They're said to be worth several billion pounds. One particular gem is worth 400 million pounds alone. Wow. Wow. If you ever want to feel like a pauper, just read that and look at her jewelry. That's what I'm saying. Those girls are in the palace. They've got access to the vault. Why are they wearing the damn jewelry? I can't understand it. I feel like a kid in a candy store. And I would go around and say, it's not mine. I'm borrowing it. And it's part of the history. And it belongs to the country. And I'm not bragging. But I love it so much. I had to wear it. The big crown and the big necklaces. Oh. I can't. I'm an addict for that. Ryan Ferreira Holt says he thought they were supposed to wear black to support the Me Too movement, but I think that was the Screen Actors yeah, Guild Award. Oh, this was so that was a different. Yeah, yeah, I think it wasn't the Golden Globes. Yeah, they Globe. did wear black to the Golden Globes, or a lot of people yeah. did. Okay, I always wear black, so it would have been fine with me. Some scientists say that lobsters can feel pain, so Switzerland banned boiling of live uh, lobsters. Now, what they usually do, restaurants, they get the water boiling. They put the lobsters in there, and then the lobsters die by the heat and the drowning. So there, a lot of people I know say to make the lobster tender, they would put wine in the water so that it relaxes as it dies. I can't eat lobster for that reason, yeah. because I, I had heard that they have like 
you know, a spine and they have muscles and they have nerves and that they, they feel, feel that. And so, saying. and the same with, you know, other crayfish and things like that. And I, I used to like, well, I'm now I'm down to nothing. I can't eat the meat. I can't eat the chicken. I can't eat, the, I never liked any of the lamb or any of that stuff. But now I can't even eat the damn lobster. It's just horrible. I know we're over time, but you know Nancy, what? We're having fun. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Nancy Carver says, get Leah a crown jewel. Get me a crown jewel. And Crystal. Uh, says, how are you liking the chilly Florida weather? I was cracking up at Freda sitting in sun with her jacket and hood up on your Instagram page. Oh, God, on my Instagram. Oh, God. I posted on Freda. You know when I walked in the kitchen the other day, I wish I had the camera on. She had Jimmy Swagger, and she was just dancing 90 miles an hour to Jimmy Swagger and singing at the top of her lungs. And when they finished that song between Jimmy and the piano and that woman singing all that religious stuff, <laughs> Freda's clapping. Like this, and all the dogs are standing around her watching her. She doesn't even know I'm watching her. I was just like glob slapped. I'm like, I was trying my camera. Yeah. This is goes on in my house. So yeah, I post her stuff on Instagram. Maybe we should do Friday with Frida. Friday with Frida. Yeah. Oh my god! But, oh, another podcast that I've gotten a lot of feedback from. Oh my god! Everybody loved the Jeff Lewis Radio Andy podcast that we did for New Year's Eve. And people called in about their Christmas stories, and it was so hilarious. And I, every time I, were, I keep hearing people tweet me or text me or email me, and they go, "Oh my God, I listened to that podcast with." Uh, I, they downloaded it. it was Radio yeah, Andy and Jeff Lewis, yeah. and it was it was around New Year's Eve, and you can find it on on they downloaded on their app on the Radio Andy app, and you can find it. On Jeff Sirius Lewis, XM. Leah Black on Sirius XM, January, <clears throat> like around the first or second or whatever. Mm -hmm. I am telling you, that had to be the funniest, the funniest, the funniest radio show great, I've ever listened to. Great show. I laughed so hard. Those people that called in were literally hysterical. But I've been getting so much feedback from that. So if you haven't listened to that, you've got to listen to it. Yeah, now, I'll just have one or two more minutes. Politics. Which word did almost 50% of Americans use to describe Trump? Do you not know what word it was? Oh, but I can think of a few. Embarrassing. Embarrassing, yeah. <laughs> Quote of the week from me. Oh, by the way, I wanted to point out, I want to thank you all. Do you know this was our number one seller during the Christmas holidays, our red cuff. And we've had this cuff in our collection, and this is, we're down to like, I think we have about 24 to 30 left, and we're not going to be able to carry them anymore. How much are they, Jason? Oh, I don't know. I, think I forget. Anyway, 30, 30 or $40, but they're fabulous cuffs, and I wear mine. I wear one almost every day. But we're down to the last bit, and everyone bought one during the Christmas holidays. Uh, we have black and red left. I don't know if we have any white left, and we might have a few brown. But we're running out of them. They were a special addition uh, to our collection, and we didn't have that many. And if you want one, I want you to get it now. And by the way, I just wanted to point out, anybody that orders anything before midnight tonight gets this free cosmetic bag. Look at this. Put all your stuff in. It's what You can wash it in the laundry mat. And uh, wash it in cool water. Don't put it in the dryer so it doesn't get out of shape. But remember, this used to be my... That's a cap. All in North I mean, America orders. Anyway, that, you're going to get a free one of those if you order anything today before midnight. My quote of the week. Oh, and then, we, and then I'll tell you some other ones. I've got a lot of limitations. I just don't let any of them get in, in my way. And that's true. I don't. I just keep on going like oh. I know what I'm doing. And I wanted to share with you some of Martin Luther King's quotes before we go. But before we do, I had Jason print out my quotes. I think I'm going to make coffee cups with all my quotes on them. Here are some of them. When they don't, when they go low, stomp on them. Changing one's philosophy and changing one's principles are two different things. 
changing uh, oh, when oh you did these oh you did repeated them when we always fight for others when they don't fight for themselves we must always fight for others even when no, they don't fight for themselves okay but anyway <laughs> I just, these are some of my little quotes it, they're on our pillows you can order them as well but I was going to leave you with a couple of things before Martin Luther's quotes. Martin Luther King's quotes. My Patreon account, Leah Black slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-F-N dot com. You can go sign up for that and you'll get all the inside gossip and scoop that we don't talk about here. Uh, I just sponsored uh, Dumb Gay Politics and Watch What Crappens and Heather's Juicy Scoop. Yes. On their Patreon accounts. Yeah, those are my three favorite. Uh, watch what crappens with Ronnie and uh, Ben, and then uh, the girls, Julie and Brandy. Julie and Brandy from the People's Couch on Dumb Gay Politics. I love that one. It's very informative. It's they're, they're spot on. And then Heather's Juicy Scoop, because of course she promotes me. You should listen to the one me on it. Uh, my lips, Power Lips, Beauty Box by Stacy dot store. www.beautyboxbystacy.store. So this girl sends me these. these lipstick and it stays on forever so I just bought every color. Yeah, <laughs> so last week we didn't have the website so we wanted to make sure. Oh uh, the reasons because last week I mentioned it and then people wrote in and said you know well you didn't tell us where to get it. Well I didn't know where to get it because Jason got it for me of course. <laughs> so I want to thank the people that have been re reposting and promoting our lunch with Leah. iRealHousewives.com, Mr. RealMrHousewife.com, BravoTV.com and others. So thank you. If you Tweet about me, I'll mention you. You gotta repost my Facebook Live Lunch with Leah. And um, don't forget leahblack.co.uk in the United Kingdom. And uh, don't forget if you order by to midnight tonight, you get this for free. And this was our cup of the holidays. I can't even believe it. I just flew out of the, flew out of the shelf. Just a couple comments couple before comments you want to do you with those. Wrap up. Yeah, yeah, people say they love the red cuff. Uh, one person has your cuff. Nancy said, or Fran, she said she loves her the cuff. Um, and people love the hair. More people join. Just yeah. love your hair. And let's see. I there think was, I like the red better than the black and the brown, but other people yeah. like the black better. But the, I noticed the New Yorkers like the brown. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Carmen Chavez asked, she said she misses watching your galas, and do you still organize them? And the next time you have one, will you please do Facebook Live with yes. the crew? Yes, the next time we do one, we should film behind the scenes. We're going to have a lot do. of social media involved in it next time. Oh, we'll do social media, oh my God. Oh, Lord, here we go with social media. I didn't even know really how to use it. I'm just good at talking. <laughs> so Martin Luther King, in celebration of his day yesterday, I picked out a few of the quotes of his that I liked the most. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Yeah. And I interpret that to shine a, a light on darkness. Okay. Yes. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? I agree with that one. That's why we do the charity. Our, this is really an important one in this time of the, of the world. <laughs> Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Yep. A lot of people are being silent right now when they know they shouldn't be. Nothing in the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Oh, Lord. And we're just loaded up with 32% of sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. I always said that I'd rather have a true enemy than a fake friend. Yep. 
All labor, and listen to me comparing my quotes to Martin Luther King's. Have I not elevated myself? <laughs> You're saying preach, Leah, preach. preach. All labor that uplifts humanity has dignity and importance and should be undertaken with painstaking excellence. Every man must decide whether he will walk in the light of creative altruism or in the darkness of destructive selfishness. I think of somebody I could dictate that to right now. Every man must decide whether he will walk in the light of creative altruism or in the darkness of destructive selfishness. I think you should all go listen to Jeff Flake's speech right now on the Senate floor. Okay, everybody, we went over today, so will you please let me know if you're complaining about it or if you like it when we go over? <laughs> <laughs> no, they all like it. They're all sticking oh, with you. Good. And then we'll be back next Wednesday live, lunch with Leah, and we had fun today. Thank you all so much for me and Little Black signing off from NBC Studios in New York City. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.